Welcome to the official podcast for the 28th Annual FIRST Conference in Seoul, South Korea. The conference is taking place between June the 12th and June the 17th. For more information, go to www.first.org. This time on the show, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Jason Jones from Arbor Networks. Welcome to the show, Jason. Hi, nice to be here. Thanks very much for taking the time to, to have a quick chat with us. So one of the, the reasons why we wanted to chat to you today um, was a little bit about um, some research that I know Arbor Networks has been doing recently in regards to, to threats targeting the APAC region. It's interesting, obviously, given that the upcoming conference in Seoul, this is you know, a timely and, and topical matter. So maybe you can tell the, the listeners a little bit about the research that you've been doing in that area. Yeah, so over the past few years, I think Arbor Networks and many other security companies have seen quite a few malware threats targeting the APAC region, both like targeted attacks and non-targeted attacks. So earlier this year, we had one of our researchers uh, named Jeff Edwards. He released uh, a post analysis on a you know, banking Trojan that was specifically targeting Koreans and just try, try, targeting Koreans and Korean banks. We've done a significant amount of work with some targeted attacks. We, we released a paper just within the last week on um, targeted attacks towards uh, Tibet and like Tibet, Tibetan separatists. And before that, we, we've done research on, you know, Myanmar and many targeted attacks that involve multiple malware families that you know, it seems to be, there's also seems to be some activity ramping up around uh, the upcoming G7 conference, as well as other economic and growing economies in, in, in the region as well. What's the feeling here? The reasons why um, there's been growth in, in attacks in this region? Is it because people have, have moved to, to more to easier targets, or, or is there any specific political reasons or, or economic reasons why they're moving out of, of the U.S. and more targeting towards APAC? I'm not completely sure that I guess it's moving out. We've, de- we've definitely seen an increase um, overall in Asia. Some, sometimes it's it's easier to identify uh, some of these attacks. Because they'll drop a document that is in a foreign language, and so we can immediately recognize that's a foreign language and have automated processing translate that using Google's translate service. And then we see, you know, keywords, you know, military, Japan, or economy, you know. So you see some very specific things where it's it's like there are many economies that have, like, very, like, I believe Myanmar has some interesting mineral deposits that a lot of people want access to. And so, so that, that's one reason that they would be targeted. You're trying to get the competitive advantage from that perspective of figuring out what other people are bidding so you can just slightly underbid them to, to get a contract, which I believe has happened in the past with some oil contracts. I'm not positive on that, but I, I believe hearing things about that before. Um, then some of it's just, you know, competing economies trying to figure out, you know, wh- where an- another country may be building up its economy and taking away some of your, some of your own GDP. 
with their growth or just conflicts around military presence saying, Hey, is, is this country like growing military presence and, oh, and moving things towards a region that we have a conflict over? So it sounds a lot more like these are specifically targeted attacks against you know, individuals, companies, even moving towards towards government entities, and, and less about a- attacking the end users themselves. It's less about online fraud and attacking those users. Is that correct to say? Uh, from the targeted attack perspective, yes. But we there have also been like the the one I mentioned earlier, the the Korean banking trojan thing, Big Bong. So it's just you know targeting Korean users and. I think the, the, the conclusion that Jeff, uh, the guy who did the analysis came to was that it was just that Korean banking is, is different, that their online banking system is different. So, so you have to, if to build a banking Trojan that targets Koreans, you have to make it very specific to Korea, similar to like some of the, uh, the Boleto malware that targets Brazil. Like that's a very specific thing to Brazil. Um, I, there have been a few others like that, but a lot of it does seem to be, um, I believe last year there were, there was a banking token that specifically targeted Japan for the most part. That, like, you know, it's like, oh, I, you know, I'm not in Japan, shut down, I'm in Japan, then, then, okay, install and look to see, see what's going on. Sounds like these kind of things would would require a lot of forethought and, and planning to put into place to target specific regions instead of just being more of a, a generalistic Trojan or a, attack that takes advantage of, say, for example, your your DHL package has been delayed or, or the the various stuff that we've seen over over the last ten years. Obviously, as well as setting up backends that are highly tailored to to these kind of attacks, is there really enough money in in this for for people to or for attackers to to spend that much time and energy on? on attacking specific regions? From a cybercrime perspective, um, it's hard to say. I don't know how much research has been done in, in that area as far as what money to be made from that. Obviously, it's you know having the universal banking trojan like Zeus that can operate over Europe, America, and you know Middle East, and most Asian countries, and just specifically target web injects is the highest profit rate. But it seems like there is a decent amount of profit to be made because we still see these various like Boleto type malwares targeting Brazil. But, and also I know there have been at least a few others banking Trojans that are specifically targeting Korea outside of the one that uh, was analyzed by Acer. Do you see this moving more towards for purchase malware, um, kind of a black hole and various other offerings? Is, is that more and more the stuff that you're seeing or, or is this highly tailored and, and specific? This is usually the stuff that stands out um, in our analysis just because it is so different and it, it's like it matches some some of our signatures but not everything and so it's what we'll, we'll take a look at but the I guess the more commodity stuff uh, like the more for purchase stuff is still seems to be the most popular and and just for profitability purposes seems like it will always be the most popular. Stereotypically, Asian countries have, have been more prone to, to use mobile devices and, and been slightly ahead of, of certain other countries in regards to using um, mobile platforms for online banking and, and various other purchases. So you, you would think that some of these more commoditized kits are not necessarily correctly placed to, to take advantage of those kind of things. They're more designed for man-in-the-browser attacks on old versions of IE and, and, and things like that. Is, is that not what you're seeing? We haven't done much analysis on the mobile side. 
so I, I can't really speak to, I guess, what is or is not targeting the, on that side. But uh, I mean, for the most part, the the commodity stuff does seem to target the the larger banks in the U.S. in Europe, you know, in Australia, you know, versus we in versus the uh, the larger banks in some of these Asian countries. So I guess the question is, where do you see this going? Is this a, a growing issue? Is this already reached a peak, and we're kind of late to late to the game to recognize this as an issue, or, or do you think this is going to continue to to grow and, and become more of a a target for these kind of groups? I definitely see it as a an area that that will have more growth in the future. I guess it will be hard to say how successful that growth will be. It could very well be killed off just by the banking system's changing to a more standardized thing, operating similar to, to many of the other countries versus like their own very specific systems. But it's also hard to say where it's going to go. It, it's also hard to say how successful these have been. We, we don't have eyes into the, the banks and the financial systems there. Um, like, like some other security companies have been able to, you know, very to get very good estimates on how successful these things are. So it's like we're seeing these things and, and it's very diff- it can be very difficult to tell how many clients have they infected, how many credentials have they stolen, how much money have they been able to transfer. So I guess that's a possibility. You know, it's one of the, the reasons why FIRST was created, obviously, is to create that kind of interconnect between researchers and companies in the security arena and other cert teams, large banks. So I guess that's a, a conversation to have maybe in Seoul is how we can start getting more information and sharing more information backwards and forwards between companies. Yeah, it's it's one of the, the reasons that Arbor has uh, – we've been trying to move forward with more um, – collaboration into, into first we're, we're not currently first members but it's it's a process that we're working through right now to, to try to get there because we do want to also be able to more directly share like this information with these banks to make sure that they know these things are happening and not have to wait for us to drop a blog about it to, to know to know these things happen yeah that's always the worst case scenario is when you wake up on a Monday morning and realize someone blogged about you over the weekend that's uh, it's never a, a good early warning system is it no no definitely not <laughs> um so you're actually going to be speaking at the conference as well um can you tell us a little bit about the 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 talk that you're doing um so the talk that I'm doing it's a short talk it's about an ida pro plugin i made uh I, re- I first released last year called taco it's supposed to be an acronym that has um, no really set uh, definition at the moment, <laughs> but it, it's uh, I first talk first released it at RuxCon in Melbourne in October of 2015, and what it's designed to do is to take output like the the, the events output from uh, you know, running malware samples in a Cuckoo sandbox and help bring that information into Ida Pro to to speed up reversing. Because in in Cuckoo, you it, you can get information about the system calls that happened and where and the addresses that they happened at. So you you can then start marking locations as this thing was called. Here's what it was called with. Here's what was returned. Um, you, when you're dealing with you know, encryption or compression, decompression, that you know knowing what went in and what came out directly helps when you. You know, we, we don't have the time to sit in a debugger most of the time to to do this stuff manually. So just trying to 
to help use our scaling our scalable malware processing to to still help to, to speed up our reversing process. Yeah, I think anything that can speed up that process and make things easier for people who are analyzing their their, their cuckoo sandboxes and various other technologies is certainly a good thing. So um, I look forward to playing with that when I get a chance. So yeah, yes, yes. So this this version's I'm expanding the the support for the upcoming cuckoo 2.0 release as they've they've done a lot of really great work on the the version that they're planning to release later this year. Um, that's it, it ends up greatly improving upon what was already really good technology, and so then that makes what go what I can bring into IDA even better and more useful. Great. Well, I look forward to uh, to having more discussions at uh, at the upcoming conference in Seoul. I, certainly, I hope we can uh, we can grab a beer and uh, have a quick chat about the IDA plugin. But, uh, I'm sure there'll be lots of interested banks um, queuing up to to have a chat with you about the kind of stuff that you're seeing in the APAC region. Thanks. I'll see you there. You've been listening to the official podcast of the 28th Annual First Conference in Seoul, South Korea. Occurring June 12th through 17th, 2016. Thank you very much for listening.